Bucks are not playing anymore because they did lose to the Celtics in the Eastern Conference semis. The Celtics now will be in the NBA Finals. Does this feel like a missed opportunity to you, Gabe? Because I had somebody this weekend trying to convince me that the Bucks blew it. Kind of like, what is the top, what's the uh, Adam Sandler movie? You blew it! <laughs> trying to convince me that they blew it somehow. And I said, no, that doesn't make any sense. They didn't have their number two player. You can't blow it when you're down a man like that. Yeah, I believe that's Billy Madison. And yes, it's Thank because um, it doesn't feel disappointing. It doesn't feel like they missed an opportunity. It feels disappointing because I think they were the best team in the Eastern Conference. But they didn't have Chris Middleton. And without Chris, without your second best player, it's going that's a big hurdle to overcome. But with Chris, I think they beat the Celtics. If they have Chris, I think they go out and beat the Heat in an Eastern Conference Finals. And then they're going up and we're going to have a fun series with the Golden State Warriors versus the Bucks, the mutual respect between Giannis and Steph Curry and and the, the, the bonds that have been formed there. Like this could be really fun coming up on Thursday, but unfortunately Chris got hurt. So I don't look at it like they blew anything. Because, and that's the other thing with this offseason, there were a lot of questions. Uh, part one, Eric Name had a uh, mailbag, part one over at The Athletic. I think part two is going to be coming out sometime this week. Of just the number of fans who think the Bucks now need to blow things up because they lost a tight seven-game series without Chris Middleton to a team that is now in the NBA Finals. Like, no, Chris Middleton is such a big part of this team when you do not have him it's just going to be tough to overcome. Giannis gave it everything he could. We saw Drew Holiday play the way he did, and, and different guys just weren't able to step up and hit shots when they needed him to. So maybe some of the periphery, but the Bucks don't need to blow anything up. Because again, they could be there had Chris Middleton's knee not just slipped a little, buckled a little, and then gave him an MCL sprain. So you're seeing people out there who are talking about like, oh, what about this guy? What about that guy? The problem with all of the names that have been mentioned is you would have to give up somebody in your big three, your cornerstones, in order to acquire some of those players. So you may get, you know, like giddy thinking about Dame Lillard playing with Giannis, but it's such a far cry from reality. And because who would you give up? Would you really be willing to part with a Chris Middleton? Would you really be willing to part with a Drew Holiday in order to make that happen? I don't necessarily think that that is an upgrade offensively and defensively that's and that's the, the challenge is you have to you have to get that full package is there a game changer out there that would take the bucks to the next level yeah his name is chris middleton and he was injured yeah and we know that that core works the the plan that they have look i love dame lillard lillard he's so fun but his defense is a little lacking and he ain't going to get along with Bud if he's not going to be playing high caliber defense. And that's defense. the thing. Chemistry matters so much. I know that we've beat this horse before, but like it matters if you like each other. It matters that you get along. It matters that you defer to guys who are playing the same position as you and who may deserve those minutes. And again, it's a, it's a, it's a fine puzzle that the coaching staff has to put together, especially when you lose a guy like Chris Middleton trying to figure out how to make up those minutes in that production. But so much of it is doing what is in the best interest of the team. You know, you think a guy like Pat Connaughton, who you've heard like speak effusively about how much he loves Milwaukee, loves this team, you know, wants to go somewhere else? No, he wants to make it work playing with this team. And that doesn't mean that you undervalue yourself or you sell yourself short, but you recognize that like there's a it's going to sound silly to say, but it's kind of like a work life balance type of thing. Like you could play in the NBA anywhere and get paid X number of dollars. But do you like the guys, all the guys that you're playing with? Do you like the way you're being utilized in the offense? Do you, you know what I'm saying? You're spending so much time with these people that chemistry matters so much. And I think it's a big reason why the Bucks ended up winning last year. Absolutely. And 
That's not to say that there can't be some additions to this team that make them better, but it's more on the periphery. It's not at the core of what they do. I understand it's frustrating that the Bucks give up threes and they play this drop coverage with Brooke Lopez. But again, it, if you have a subscription to The Athletic, go read part one of Eric Names Mailbag because he just completely goes, hey, here are the numbers. The Bucks are one of the best defensive teams out there when Brooke Lopez is on the floor despite giving up these threes because it's not like they just let anyone shoot threes. It's... They try to pick and choose who they're going to leave open. It's typically going to be guys that aren't going to be as efficient from downtown. It's not like if they were going to be playing the Golden State Warriors, they would just let Steph Curry and Klay Thompson to get uncontested looks from three all the time. That's not what they would do. Now, Draymond Green might get a couple looks here and there, and you're cool with that because Draymond Green's not a good shooter. But this team just does not need to completely blow everything up because Chris Middleton got hurt at an inopportune time. So I'm willing to say, though, that there were missed opportunities, and this is where you're splitting the finest of hairs, right? I'm willing to say that the Bucks missed opportunities. There were moments in that series where they should have won games that they lost, and I ultimately think that that can hang over guys. You know, you're hearing Jimmy Butler this morning talk about how him taking that last shot in the Heat Celtics game, that's going to hang with him for a while, that he missed that shot. Now, everybody says that it was the right shot to take, He's your superstar. It wasn't a bad look. It was, you know, if you're trying to win the game, you're trying to make it happen, somebody's got to take that shot. Somebody's got to have that pressure on their shoulders. But there were missed opportunities for the Bucks throughout that Celtics series, but I'm not willing to go so far as to say that they blew it. Do you understand? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The distinction between that? You but, can miss opportunities and still not blow it, given the circumstances of this situation. I mean, the only opportunity I think they let slip away was game four where they had the lead, end up losing by eight points. But then they kind of reversed that in the Celtics in Game 5 anyway. You know, so, yeah, they let that one slip away, but then they reversed so it. So they traded the same missed thing. opportunities yeah, that's is what, I'm saying. Like, what you're saying. Like they stole, so anytime you talk about missed opportunities, yes, that's the one that stands out. But at the same time, they stole one. Like they absolutely stole one from the Celtics on the road in Game 5. So I think you have to have the conversation of both of those. You know, like, well, okay, they... Yeah, they let that one slip away, but at the same time, they kind of evened out. So I'm not one of these people who is like watching the Celtics now in the in the championship, right? They're taking on the Warriors in the championship. I'm not watching them going, God, this could have been the Bucks if they had just done something a little differently. This could have been the Bucks if Chris Middleton is healthy. I think it's as simple as yeah, that. And 100%. so like so for me, because Ashton, I know you were talking about this last week. For me, it doesn't feel as bad. But for you, you were saying that it, you, it, it does, yeah, it's hanging over and, you. And it's not like you guys were just talking about it's not because I think the, the Bucks blew it or choked or anything like that. Like, sure, you can make the argument that they didn't perform their best in game seven, but again, but it, they were exhausted. That's the like thing. that's the thing. Like be, Chris being out affected their ability to just Which to withstand why, right. the, the run. That's why I'm viewing it as a missed opportunity. It's every time I, I I watched the Celtics in the Heat play, which was hard to do because it was not a good, it's not a well played series. It was like God, this, and to me, it was this should have been the Bucks. Even without Chris, I still thought they should have won that series. And even without Chris, I think they could have beaten the Heat. And then who knows? Chris is back for the finals, and there's a lot of what ifs. Like I get it, but at the same time, I, my whole thought was, I'm watching these two teams. I'm like, these are not the two best teams in the East. Like that's, that, that's these are not the two best teams. That's the thing is that the Bucks, I think, were the best team in the East with Chris healthy. Without Chris Healthy, yeah, he falls. I mean, there's a reason they went seven games without him with Boston. They were on that level, but with without with Chris, yeah, they're undoubtedly the best team in the Eastern Conference, and I can't see that changing significantly next season unless there's just some sort of earth-shattering move in the NBA's. Now, I just want everyone to pay attention to what we just did there. Oh God, I knew this was going to happen. Did you hear Ashton give his point? 
Did you hear him weigh in? Did you hear us give him all that time to talk. go ahead and talk it. about how Although, he's feeling about fairness, the box? I just want to make sure it's on the record because yeah. it does sort of feel, Gabe, like we've been kind of taken to task here, been put on trial that maybe we're not treating you know, Ashton as well as we should be. And I just want to make it very clear that there was an incident right there, right there. It was small, but if something. If you have to point out when you're doing the good things, are you really putting in the effort to, put, to oh, do the good things? Oh, look at that. we got to go to break here on Jed Gabe and Chewy. We'll be right back after this.